and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. Uh, so I was pretty lucky growing up. My mother did a ton of cooking when I was young, and the dishes that she made were always different and from a rather wide variety of sources and cultures. She got bored if she was just cooking the same thing over and over again. I was grateful because it trained my palate to like a number of different things, and I was brave when it came to trying different foods. It also meant that I was also very good at eating things that I didn't necessarily enjoy, which is also a skill. So... With all the homemade food we enjoyed, we also learned the art of enjoying leftovers and playing Tetris in the fridge with the containers. But like, that's another story. Growing up, we were always losing the lids to things. We had a set that I think everyone else had around that time that was no doubt from like the 70s. It was a rusty orange and like banana yellow set of Tupperware. Tupperware parties were also a huge thing as I was growing up. I don't know if it's so much the case anymore. Kind of is, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out as we talk today. And we didn't really attend any of that like I remember, but I remember that my mother did have Tupperware, so maybe she went to a party. Now, it was not until this podcast that I learned that Tupperware was like the actual brand name. A little bit like when I ask for a Kleenex, I'm actually just asking for a tissue. But the name and the brand name have become synonymous with the product. So Tupperware, like the actual functional product, likely has a few different names around the world. But today we're going to focus on Tupperware, its origin, and talk about a few reasons that we love this little packaging that keeps our food fresh. So, Tupperware was invented by a man named Earl Tupper, which in my mind means that it could very well have been called Earlware, which also sounds good. But if you ever wondered why it was called Tupperware, now you know. Earl Tupper was a tree doctor by trade, initially, until the Great Depression hit, and he was forced to change occupations and work for a plastic company up in Leominster, Massachusetts. Eventually, Tupper left to create his own business. The first products that Tupper Plastics made were cigarette cases and beads. Eventually, Tupper tried his hand at making bowls and discovered a way to make an airtight seal and called the container the Wonder Bowl. The vacuum-sealed lid was inspired by paint cans. In 1942, Mr. Tupper made his first designs for a kitchen container, and it was bell-shaped. His designs and brand went public in 1946. His designs for these storage containers featured a patented design called the burping seal. This knowledge alone would have forever changed my childhood. A burping seal was a patent born from his patent for a bread server or an airtight seal container that he applied for in November of 1954. To seal the burping seal lid, you'd lift up the lid a little bit and then press down, probably in the middle, to expel or burp out the air. Not only did Earl Tupper invent Tupperware, but he also invented the specific plastic for his containers. He did this back before he got to Tupperware in 1938. Now, Tupperware benefited from a special marketing technique. It was a party technique. Remember I mentioned those Tupperware parties? Well, it turns out that this was a marketing strategy used from, like, the very beginning. So, well, initially, when Tupper tried to sell his containers, he did not get a lot of momentum. Like, it did not do well at department stores. But then a woman named Brownie Wise, who had previously sold Stanley Home products, realized that Tupper could use the same strategy that Stanley Home products used, which was parties. Using this strategy to sell Tupperware with Tupperware parties, she outsold the store sales. When Tupper saw the success, he made Brownie Wise his VP and head of sales. The first Tupperware party was hosted in 1949. 
The Tupperware party was particularly clever because Tupper's target audience would be those who would use his product, those in the kitchen. And at this time, that was largely made up of housewives. Housewives who were busy managing the home and raising the kids and generally keeping people alive and the house going. By doing these parties, housewives could enjoy a social activity as well as earn some income in their own homes and find a useful product tested by friends. Pretty clever. Albeit later, I mean there are some downsides, among them peer pressure and the like, but overall the idea was a banger and definitely worked for Tupperware in the beginning. And there are so many Tupperware parties today. Tupperware parties also gave women a way to continue to keep a foot in the workforce after they'd been told to go back to the kitchen, essentially, after World War II. Tupperware held jubilees for their Tupperware women. These were huge and outrageous parties, lavish and with creative themes. Recently, in the United States, Tupperware has started to sell more directly through places like Target. This hasn't been especially successful, and the more traditional approach in other countries has been on the decline as well. In many countries, however, Tupperware has a lifetime guarantee which is appealing. Tupperware has branched out beyond plastics to include some stainless steel products as well. Now, there are some opinions on both sides concerning the role of Tupperware and gendered identities or gender roles. Some feminists see Tupperware and Tupperware parties as further cementing the woman's place, quote-unquote place, in the kitchen and in domestic life, while other feminists see the parties as a way for women who were stuck, if you will, at home due to pregnancy or gendered labor laws. They saw these parties and the selling of Tupperware as a way to give these women an opportunity to work. Either way, Tupperware and its parties offered a way to work and bring in an income for housewives, especially those who were in suburbia. Tupperware itself, the company, promoted the improvement of women and their opportunities. Tupperware is sold in many countries around the world, from Germany, Ireland, Australia, Belgium, New Zealand, Canada, China, and more. To keep in touch with Tupperware's sales force, Tupperware established a magazine called Tupperware Sparks. In Tupperware parties, a host or hostess invited friends or acquaintances to come to their home for the party, and they sell and show off the product there. It's pretty much an MLM, which has its own problems, but that was the style that they adopted. In Tupperware's MLM, about 94% of the sales force stay on the lower rung of the pyramid. Turns out that Tupperware wasn't all that was on Earl's mind, either. He had drawings for designs featuring a fish-powered boat, permanent press pants, and an improved design for the garter. The boat-powered fish sounds especially fascinating to me. I wonder how fishermen would feel about it. Tupperware is probably his most successful product, however, and it is sold in over 100 countries around the world. Tupperware is considered one of the greatest inventions of the 20th century, and was named so by the Guinness Book of World Records. In 2014, Tupperware brand core brought in 2.61 billion U.S. dollars. Tupperware the world over has provided a means of income for hundreds of thousands of individuals. It gives us another go at leftover food. Personally, I like a nice slice of cold pizza. And it helps us value leftovers. So whether you're saving a little bit more of your favorite meal, meal prepping for the week, or using the Tupperware set in your home for a new drum set for the kids or adults, we have quite a few reasons to be grateful for Tupperware. Now we're just waiting on that fish-powered boat. (laughs) That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Take care.